Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the papers uh, this morning, well, um, they are something of a ray of hope in the midst of the gloom that uh, we've had to deal with in recent weeks. And there's a photograph uh, of Bridget Connolly, 101. She was the first resident of St. Itis Community Nursing Unit in Newcastle West yesterday to receive the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. And there's a photo uh, of the vaccinators as well, Irene Mulcair and Margaret Larkin and uh, uh, she looks suitably delighted uh, to have received uh, the vaccine. She's from uh, Mianus. Uh, she's an avid hurling fan, hoping to see another All-Ireland win for Limerick in 2021. Uh, and uh, healthcare staff at the unit, which was hit by a COVID-19 outbreak before Christmas, also received their vaccine yesterday. Uh, and uh, Director of Nursing at St. Ita's, Noreen Conway, has been telling Live 95's Ronan Moyles it's an important milestone. Absolutely, Ronan. Indeed, it's a great day here for us in St. Titus. We have, as you said, commenced our COVID-19 vaccination programme today for our residents and staff. And we've long waited this day and we certainly look forward to it um, in hope for the future. Um, Once the vaccination programme is completed, we would hope the lives of the residents will return to normal as soon as it's safe to do so. So at the moment, we're encouraging the public to remain patient with us and continue to observe public health advice regarding social distancing. Um, as I said, we're really looking forward to the day when these restrictions are lifted and we can all get back to normal. Yeah, of course, and that's an important message, and I just want to kind of highlight that again. Obviously, it's a very important day, and it's, but it, it's a step along the road to being able to return to life as normal there at St. Ita's. Yes, it is. It is indeed. And, you know, our senior citizens have been absolutely patient. Um, their families have been very patient. And with that, we say thank you. Um, the visiting restrictions have been really hard on everyone. Um, so really, it, it, you know, we, we really are excited about today and, and we have great hopes um, for the future. And just finally, um we, I suppose the first resident there to receive it was uh, Biddy Conley from Yanis, who's 101, and obviously she's very excited uh, to have that done and talking about uh, wanting to see another All-Ireland hurling title, I believe. For oh, absolutely. We're fierce, um, uh, we're fierce supporters of our hurling <laughs> team, and um, definitely that, that was her, her biggest hope, Absolutely. Right, there's the Director of Nursing at St. Ita's in Newcastle West, Noreen Conway, uh, talking uh, to Ronan Moyles uh, there. And uh, good to see Biddy Conley from Mianus uh, getting her vaccine. And uh, she says she's also a big horse racing fan, a fan of uh, J.P. McManus and follows uh, all of his um, horses. So I presume she'll be doing that during the course of this year as well. And uh, back to the papers just for a moment. The Irish Daily Mail says, though, that fears of vaccine queue skipping. Hospitals have been sent new vaccine advice amid worrying reports that non-frontline staff are skipping the queue. Mm. 
Uh, there is a reason that we have people at the front of the queue. Um, it's based on science and on need and on the very important roles that uh, they are performing within the health service. So you'd hope that if that is happening, uh, that uh, the kibosh is put on it pretty quickly. And the Irish Sun then says, cheeky burgers, three Covidiots, as they described them, were grilled by Gardaí and slapped with a €100 Euro fine after driving 80 kilometres to pick up takeaway burgers and made COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, probably fair to say that uh, that was not a strictly essential journey or anything like it. Uh, now, talking about uh, vaccines and their rollouts, uh, Donna McCarthy from Riverbrook Nursing Home in Limerick is on the line right now. Good morning to you, Donna. Good morning, Joe. How are you? So it's an exciting morning for you guys at Riverbrook, isn't it? It is. It's very exciting. Everyone has been bright-eyed and bushy-tailed from uh, from early on. Um, staff and residents have been contact from resident families, and there's been um, contact from some businesses and community groups within the uh, within the area here, um, wish, willing wishing well to 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 everyone here um, getting the vaccine this morning. Right. So how's it going to work in terms of the rollout? Um, well, the HSC arrived here yesterday evening um, to inspect the facility and how we had it uh, set up and ready to go. So there's administration has been set up um, on the, let's say the Wi-Fi and their laptops and they have their spreadsheets in front of them. So um, then we have two vaccinators and um, we also have um, a doctor and, um, sorry, three vaccinators and we also have a, a doctor um, for supervising the, the whole operation and um, in for um, keeping an eye on how the how the residents are in the immediate aftermath of having the the, the vaccine. And um, so it has just started in the in the last few minutes, um, administering vaccines to the the night staff who are um, just in the recovery area now at the moment and uh, about to head home. Um, it's going to be followed then by our very first resident, and she has been asking um, since quite early on. Um, what time is it happening and are we good to go? Uh, so she's 87 years of age. Right. And we heard about 101-year-old uh, Biddy Connolly there in St. Ita's uh, yesterday. Yes. Uh, have you anyone in that age bracket? Um, no, we've known as um, as advanced in years as, um, as that person. Um, Jean is 87 and uh, she's, she's quite looking forward to it. She's looking forward to, you know, being able to see her... Um, uh, her family, her sons and her daughter um, and extended family again in a more normal fashion as soon as uh, as soon as possible. Mm. Uh, so will all of the staff and all of the residents be vaccinated in the next few hours? Yes, they will, yeah. Yes, through, throughout the day here. Um, everyone will be, uh, will be vaccinated. And Donna, it's the Pfizer vaccine? It is. It's the Pfizer-BioNTech. So it arrived here on uh, Wednesday morning to, um, to great fanfare. Um, so you have the vaccine itself, and then you have uh, it's administered through um, saline solution. So that's with it as well. It's been stored since and uh, been monitored hourly as regards its uh, its temperature. Um, right, because temperature is very important with it. It is. We um, in the media and papers as, as information starts to come out, the, the general public believed that this had to be stored at minus seventy, but it's been here um, in a temperature of from two to eight degrees, that's where it needs to be. So we've been storing it at four degrees. At four degrees, right. Uh, yeah. Which is, is kind of closer to your standard fridge, isn't it? 
Yes, absolutely, yeah. And we have an alarm on the fridge um, in the event of a temperature drop or anything like that, which we didn't uh, we didn't encounter. But um, monitor hourly, and there's also an alarm on the fridge to monitor the uh, the temperature of it. Um, it's uh, it's somewhat like a, a winning lottery ticket. There's more people have been looking at that fridge <laughs> and check, and, and and each of the HSE staff as they arrived here, um, you know, a few minutes apart on this morning. First thing uh, each master is. Um, Vaccine? Can we see the fridge? Uh, where is the fridge? Is there a monitor? Um, has it been um, has it been monitored uh, since it arrived as regards temperature? So it is. It's like Willy Wonka's uh, golden ticket or, or a winning lottery ticket. It's been it's uh, it's it's been quite monitored. Yeah, and like it, it's a, it is. It really is a monumental um, day. Um, like we've had no COVID here whatsoever um, since the uh, since the pandemic started, and today marks day three hundred and sixteen. Um, since we made the decision to close the doors here in Riverbrook in Castle Connell. And we were the first uh, nursing home, certainly in this locality, uh, if not in Munster, um, to make that difficult decision to close the doors. And the guidance came from the, um, the government and from Nursing Home Ireland. Um, and I've spoken to um, to Tyg Daly, you know, with yourself on, on the Today Show as well, Joe, um, throughout the pandemic. But it, it really is. There is a, a light. There has been a light at the end of the tunnel all along, but it's just got a, a lot brighter. I would say that the sense of relief by residents, obviously, by staff, by yourself, uh, once this obviously is rolled out and you're certain <coughs> that it's operating the way it should, would be just massive. It will. Listen, it was... Um, it was an emotional morning here uh, among staff because they've made they've made huge sacrifices um, to keep it out. So it has been. We're very proud of our staff. Um, I can hear it in your voice, and it's totally yeah. understandable as well, Donna. Totally understandable. It's been a really tough, tough few months for everyone, but particularly those of you who are in that frontline scenario and and just a, so aware of what could happen. Oh, absolutely. It's. Um, it really is a testament to the hard work they've done to keep it out. It also says something about uh, the ingenuity of humanity when all is said and done, because we remember early on in this, people were suggesting we might never get a vaccine, or if we did, it could be five years away. Well, I think there's a lot of um, misconceptions, um, much of it fueled by social media and fake news and, uh, and things like that. This vaccine wasn't the brainchild of someone in a lab last February, March, when this started. This vaccine has been in development um, through a lot of these massive bio um, biotech companies um, for almost up to a decade. And with any vaccine, there's two major stumbling blocks to it. One is the finances, and two is, um, you know, people to be able to use at the experimental stage or the exploratory stage of vaccines. So the, the, the Pfizer-BioNTech um, I believe, has been administered to 44,000 people as part of its trial period uh, before it was approved for for, uh, for general use throughout Europe. So 44,000, the benchmark was 40, needed 40 uh, to be sent forward for um, consideration for approval. So it actually had 44,000 um, people. So it was oversubscribed at the experimental stage. Mm. Um, and, I mean, obviously, there was going to be no shortage of funding because you have between investors and mm. governments and, and, and health systems and universities throughout the four corners of the world um, were anxious to get on, on, on board with this. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a point brilliantly made, I think, actually. Uh, Donna McCarthy from Riverbrook Nursing Home in Castle Connell is chatting uh, to us. What about yourself, Donna? Yeah, I'll be getting it as well um, sometime later in the morning. Good.
Um, and for visitors then to Riverbrook, I mean, obviously the vast majority of us won't be vaccinated for many months. Yes. Well, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's quite obvious that the most vulnerable people um, in in our society um, are the are the elderly and the people that have at the early stages of the, of the, the pandemic. Um, the people that were passing away as a result of it were um, in the region of 84 years of age, I think was the, the average. I think that average now has dropped to, I think, 80 years of age. But, um, like, it has to be the most vulnerable and the people that are responsible but, for sorry, it. Sorry, I, I kind of mean more about your protocols around visitors and that sort of thing. Is that is that going to be a much more open house now at Riverbrook? No, it's not. Um, they, you know, all, all things will, will come in their own in, in, in due course. At the moment, we have um, window visiting only, except on exceptional compassionate grounds. Um, compassionate grounds being, um, you know, if someone was approaching possibly um, end of life or was quite ill, um, that there would be a compassionate grounds for a, a an indoor visit under those circumstances. But that indoor visit then would... Um, it would have to follow quite strenuous, strenuous um, infection prevention and control protocols, um, not just, not just hand washing. You know? um, and what about the second injection of this vaccine? Um, we're expecting the, the second injection 21 days from today. That's what we um, have been told to expect. Um, the benchmark uh, issued by, by Pfizer-BioNTech is that it be administered anywhere from day 21 to day 28. Um, but we are expecting it on day 21, so three weeks um, three weeks time. Okay, well listen, it's a very significant achievement to have managed to keep COVID-19 um, out and it's about a lot of hard work, a lot of good management. There's also a bit of luck involved, we know that, that's the way of life. When I, when I spoke to staff this morning that were here, like we've 99% of it has been extremely hard work and sacrificed by the staff and there's 1% of it has been luck. Mm. Um, and uh, luck favours the prepared, and that brings you back again to the, the hard work and sacrifice that the staff here in Riverbrook have made. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.